uh, as promised uh, with the uh, podcast and uh, it's going to be called the Sip, slip cotton and uh, here uh, today with me i've got two young guests one of course uh, is my son of course i don't know why i'm saying but he's been uh, you know with me since he was a baby so he you know and uh, back home also in pakistan he's been on a few shows and uh, he's known as nosh in uh, bilkent university and uh, with him also his uh, uh, dear friend uh, daniel who's a cricket fanatic from karachi is here also studies in bilkent university i affectionately call him chicken tikka masala that's because he loves chicken and a great guy he set this all up uh, so um, that was the introduction and the main thing we are going to be discussing today is of course the psl draft and the dreams but but before we go anywhere close to the psl we have to give a few minutes to test cricket and the horrendous defeat we suffered at the at the hands of the um, new zealanders many of you on twitter said um, and social media said that this was a snatching uh, defeat from the claws of victory or the jaws of victory so um, uh, i mean for me who being a cricket fanatic and especially a test match freak i'd say i started watching test match in 1978 uh, for me um, this i mean uh, this was just too much but let's just ask the guys here and daniel um, what do you think happened pakistan was just about to win that run out babar azam's run out and then and then that panic button which is so familiar see i think the problem was uh, as always our team is a bit of underconfident right now mm. and uh, so why do you say so it's because like in the past like uh, especially in test matches like we ever since the first over we haven't been at the same level of consistency consistency as before mm. under the misbah era mm. but like right now so we miss misbah and yunus khan do you think well, well obviously like misbah mm. and yunus like azhar and uh, asad were supposed to fill in their shoes and i was mm. really looking forward to to them to fill their shoes because i'm a big fan of both of them but mm. like uh, i expected them to do better Mm. Azhar like mm. filled his shoes in, but Asad is still, you know, looking somewhat uncomfortable in filling in the gap left by the two players. And I see uh, Nosh here itching to say something. Yes, please. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you for having us on the show and for the oh. kind introduction. Oh, uh, you're very welcome, uh, young man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel. Um, I'm going to play the role of the devil's advocate here and mm. suggest that are we sure that. in test match cricket surfraz inspires enough confidence as a captain because mm. this is one of those situations where you really need a captain to play the captain's innings mm. if you look at azhar ali he made 65 and almost got us across the line and mm. even asad shafiq made 48 mm. so those two senior players did contribute mm. when you're four runs short even minor contributions or lack of minor Absolutely. contributions make a difference so why isn't um why aren't we discussing the role of sarfraz more see, see i think the problem is not only okay sarfraz mm. also didn't perform up to his standards uh, and again because i think that's because he's been so under fire for his captaincy that mm. it's just added pressure but, but why like, is he so obsessed with sweeping i mean he knew that it's his crutch shot now because up, yeah, he's under fine, so but he, you go to the shot that you think is your strength yeah it was Needed 20 something well. runs and we couldn't finish it off. See, Sarfraz is to blame, but like other players, like you know, you do, you expect better of Bilal Asif, who's hmm. playing sort of as an all-rounder, like yes. that swipe to get lower order all-rounder. Like Hasan Ali is known hmm. as someone who can bat a bit. Hmm. He was just swinging around, and the way he got out, that was just like that was prop. That was very so, weird because the, there was only one fielder hmm. on the boundary, and he, because they knew he's going to play that sweep shot, they knew he was going to slog it, and he picked the fielder out pin pin point, you know. absolutely so like they have they have some responsibility as well because so we, it should work we are fixing the blame on some of the blame on the t- uh, tailenders and some of it on sarfaraz who was the captain like nosh said he could have finished the innings he could have mm-hmm. just you know sort of uh, you know played a few shots down the wicket straight bat uh, singles and then his feet would have started to move better and he could have played that sweep shot way better once your feet are moving Uh, you can play that a uh, shot way better but if you playing a sweet shot third or fourth ball of your innings under pressure you just lost, uh, lost a wicket that through a run out a silly run out i'd say and pakistan's uh, um, lost so many matches through mohammad yusuf's uh, run outs yunus khan's run outs uh, inzamam's famous run outs and now <laughs> we've got uh, babar azam in the run out category yeah, also yeah like babar azam like i was reading the statistic like i think he's got run out like three or four times all of five times in his career and like mm. well, the highest number for i think any pakistani batsman is 8 mm. 
and I don't, I don't remember the He's name. He's catching up on yeah, Must like, Be In Zamam. Yeah. No, I know it wasn't in Zamam. Uh, I think it was Yusuf or someone. Must I, I don't be, could be I, Yusuf I, also. Uh, uh, Hafiz like, is also pretty prone to run out, you know, because he calls you. And yeah. he, he sells his uh, his partner down the river, and <laughs> the other poor guys run out. So he's like, also one of the candidates. for bad running between the Yeah, so absolutely. Not... So okay, now we we've already uh, established that it is our batting which has let us down. Not from now, from the time of uh, Imran Khan, uh, Kardar, um, Hanif Muhammad, uh, Zahir Abbas, and all when they were batting at their best. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Every batting lineup that the Pakistan teams ever had since uh, the inception of the Pakistan cricket team has uh, let us down. And it's strange that we are ranked, I think, number seven in a test right now. And uh, what's happening is that uh, uh, our bowling side in test matches is the number one bowling side in the world so that is a clear indication that as our batting has been letting us down and yes you're right that during the Yunus Misbah era it became um, way stable and that is why for a brief moment few months we became the number one side in the world yeah I think the credit for the credit for the number one position I think in my opinion solely goes to Misbah like I I love I love the guy like I'm the biggest Oh, shake hands. Touche, touche. <laughs> like, I'm the biggest Mizbah fan you'll ever find. Like, even when people were criticizing him, even for the 2017-20 World Cup, I still don't blame him because we got to the final because of Mizbah in the first place. If Mizbah was mm. never there, we would never have reached the final. So like, It's like, I feel like I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I've said these things many times on the radio or television on various uh, mediums. But, yeah, I'm glad that a young man uh, of your age is not calling him tuk-tuk and no, insulting him. No, no, like... Uh, Tuk Tuk, people who call him Tuk Tuk, I don't think like uh, they realize how the, brutes. I don't think they realize how the game is played. To be very honest. <laughs> okay. But well, so, enough about Misbah. <laughs> yeah. So now we we now we lost this uh, uh, test match by a margin of just four runs, and we're in a position. We were in a position winning it. We lost it. Where uh, morale is down. Test match is coming up in a few days. So um. Uh, uh, let's just wind this up and then we can go to uh, the PSL. So, uh, Nosh, what do you think? How can Pakistan sort of pick themselves up and uh, forget about what, what happened to him? The criticism on the social media, the actual media in Pakistan, ex- elsewhere. How do they lift themselves up and forget this debacle, uh, so to say? Well, it's not going to be easy because as we see with close test matches mm. like Edgebaston in mm. 2005, that's mm. where England tilted that Ashes series with that two-run victory against Australia. Mm. So New Zealand's morale is going to be sky high because they won a test match out of nowhere mm. and Pakistan's is going to be uh, very if low. Pa- if Pakistan wins the toss and puts up 450 runs batting first, that you think can help? Of course, of course, but a team, the but a batting side that couldn't chase 176 in a comfortable position. But you know, Pakistan bats when they bat for. That's yeah. the whole thing. That is. I the, think that's the problem. The with toss UAE is such an unfair, fair thing that yeah. if you win the toss in UAE, you put up 400 runs, around 400, and then you ask the opposition to bat second, and they have to bat last. Uh, on a spinning track, uh, it becomes easy. So you know. I th- I think Sarfraz really needs to uh, in Test match cricket start proving uh, his own place within the team. And, and there was start, one question uh, that I was getting on uh, Twitter a lot. Okay. Is that um, and I like both of both of you to answer. Is uh, Sarfraz going to be playing Bilal Asif in the coming Test match? Um, I think um, that like to put the blame on a player who's just been recently brought into the team as such is not fair and uh, too many times what we do with young players is, is just to give them any a, changes Hafiz uh, 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 not at the top of the order I I think it's more about the team mentality rather than the formula I think mm. if you look at the way the test match was mm. uh, going into the last 40 runs of a test match we were in cruise control mm. this sh- shows more of a a weakness in mentality rather than anything else for me. If we would have lost the test match convincingly, let's say by... And not seven, we haven't got the whole day. Okay, seven, now eight, quickly, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. wind it up. If we, if, if, we would have, if we would have been thrashed in the test match, hmm. then wholesale changes would have been in order. But this close... Wholesale? But I don't think hmm. this warrants too many team changes. We just need to be stronger. And, and chicken to come, Masala, what, what's your view on <laughs> no, this? No, what, what I think is, uh, Bilal Asif, hmm. uh, I think 
I, w- I was never much of a fan of the player like hmm. especially when he played ODIs like a few years ago hmm. but, but when he was brought into the team I was like okay let's see and then he performed tremendously against the Australia six, the six wickets yeah. but yeah. like I think people were too quick to jump on his bandwagon hmm. I still don't think he should be dropped because we uh, for the next match because we don't have an adequate replacement because Shadab has been rested for the series hmm. because he has a slight niggle and even at the and so of, does Fakhar I yeah. hear no, otherwise Fakhar, he would Fakhar have been an obvious been, uh, choice Fakhar has been rested from mm, like the news no. that they've released? Yeah, but no, but today I, I was hearing, uh, listening to his interview um, and he was saying that he's uh, uh, getting better but he's got an injury. Yeah. A so, knee uh, injury as So yeah, I don't think, uh, the only replacement for Hafiz we have right now is Shan Masood and like, uh, while I like his technique, uh, in the UAE especially, I would prefer mm. Hafiz over Shan Masood any day, especially... And that innings in Falak Ali, remember that oh, innings with Yeah, against, against yeah. Lanka, yeah. But again, like, Hafiz also brings you the added option of bowling, you know. But should he play play down the order? One last question. Uh, in ODI, he should technically, but like we don't have an adequate opener to replace him. Maybe Azhar Ali because mm. he has opened in the past. Mm. But I think Azhar Ali like contributes more to the middle order than he can do up the order. Okay. Now we'll move on to uh, the PSL draft. Uh, but before going there, I must tell you that uh, you know t- today we are talking about this defeat very naturally, very calmly. We are assessing things. But <laughs> yesterday, I wanted to kill someone. I wanted to murder someone. Uh, in the evening, I decided that we should probably go to a nice steakhouse, my son and uh, a few friends of ours. Uh, And that would sort of take my mind and my anger away from the loss of the test match. We went there, had a really nice steak, beautiful place. I mean, it's really world famous now, Nusrat. So, you know, we went there. And once I came back home, that anger came back. And I was like, you know, oh God, you know, but uh, today it's better. That's just what the Pakistan team does to you. Yeah, absolutely. To Arden fans. huh? So now let's just move on to the uh, PSL uh, draft. And uh, let's uh, remind you that you're listening to uh, Lina Moinaziz, Daniel and Nosh and Daniel is also chicken tikka masala <laughs> and uh, the program chicken the, is nice okay. yeah, no, no, but I, I just feel everything is not about chicken <laughs> you, I mean you feel everything is about chicken no. in the world chicken is cheap chicken is nice I'm a student so what's I have, that? I'm on a budget I have I'm not chicken. a student I'm I'm, yeah. I'm 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 this region's Asia's first woman cricket commentator. I don't have to eat cheap things. I, I believe that's the food expert on this podcast. Oh, uh, uh, I yeah. that. Uh, no, first right. of all, I agree. Uh, chicken is really just a uh, poor man's substitute for proper red meat. Uh, uh, that's second, my son. Secondly, uh, <laughs> I don't deny it. Second, it's just cheap. <laughs> secondly, I, I'd like to say that for me, the steak was good enough to forget the pain of the loss. <laughs> the steak was good enough for me to not remember Not anything. so for me. I, I just... Well, I think uh, we should move on. Yeah, to let's just talk about the draft which happened today in Islamabad. And uh, of course, it was very, very interesting. I watched it here in uh, Ankara, Turkey. Um, courtesy uh, my, uh, you know, wisdom that I sort of, uh, when my son came here two years ago, we got hold of this box now I can watch all the cricket and on various channels. So I watched, um, actually watched uh, this on the internet, uh, beautiful reception, uh, thanks to one of the uh, nice internet things that we just recently put. So now we... This paper I have right in front of uh, me and we sort of jotted a few things down and uh, the first uh, thing, um, the first uh, order of of our discussion should be the Islamabad team which doesn't have a captain. Now, um, Well, you say they don't have a captain but I see a future Pakistan captain in the squad which is Shadab Khan. Hmm. Like, uh, in my opinion, like, he is the next, uh, he's one of the major candidates uh, to be the captain after Sarfraz Ahmed Hmm. and... uh, like their team really doesn't have anyone else who can lead. Like maybe like I don't know Mohammad Sami, but he's too old and he's yeah. not consistent enough. What about Luke Ro- Ro- uh, Ronchi? Because he he's the only one of the only players, foreign players, who's already in Islamabad. Mm-hmm. He was seated there, uh, enjoying the uh, draft, uh, and uh, so he might be. I mean, sometimes you take a little bit of uh, you know some hints from these uh, these kind of things. Yeah, but Shadab so, was also there from what I've heard. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, he was there. Yes, he yeah, was. Yes. I, I didn't watch the Absolutely. live Absolutely, and you know what? I was following it online. Uh, um, when uh, I was listening to the show and uh, someone asked uh, Vakar Yunus, who's your captain? And uh, he said it could be a variety of guys. And this guy sitting next to me, which was Shadab, he said, well, this guy's one of them. So yes, he could be the captain. And what's your take on a young captain? Maybe Shada, Pakistan's future captain. He's got that kind of personality. You think too young, too early, or maybe the right time? 
I think it's uh, too early for Shadab because mm. I feel like Shadab's one of those characters who uh, might get sub- like the pressure of captaincy might affect his mm. natural charisma a little mm. bit. I think mm. part of his thing is the flexibility to just be himself. Mm. And also Islamabad uh, with Misbah as uh, their captain for the last uh, for the previous editions mm. and generally their policy is to rely on an experienced core. Mm. That has been Islamabad's policy. They'll be missing uh, Misbah you think? I think a little bit as a not as a player so much as a presence in the dressing room. Mm. But I do feel that maybe Ian Bell Hmm. might be an interesting choice as an experienced player as a captain, captain first as a season captain. Uh, because you see, I don't think he ma- he makes a sport in the playing 11 and you want to make him the captain okay. no but uh, the point is that uh, fight guys fight come <laughs> on <laughs> the problem with, the thing with Islamabad is that they've always relied on an experienced score and they've hmm. gotten Ian Bell with something in mind you know hmm. I think he is potentially a direct replacement for the misbar role in the team hmm. And I think and it might we can tell you are a debater because you are, you just start on your rhetoric, your na- narrative. <laughs> no, you see, you have, it's all about the trends. Islamabad has always been about the old hits. Uh, there, there are always the golden oldies of PSL, and it's been very successful, especially with us uh, beating Karachi <coughs> repeatedly. Oh, uh, we've I got think, a Karachi th- chicken tikka masala who yeah, might just, just like give you a punch from his uh, what is also, that right hand. Their team is also uh, just a chicken tikka masala compared to the real uh, other teams of PSL. You know? Okay, okay. Yeah, well, this is not about you boys teasing each other or sort of niggling each other. But okay. Karachi uh-huh. Karachi, but a wings lagai is the That means Karachi's got wings. That's what their song says. Uh, what's the, the team's, in, uh, team's name is? Um, of course, it's called Karachi Kings with wings. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I'm so, not the biggest fan of the song, just by the way. <laughs> putting it out there. Okay, now, Ian Bell was interesting, um, a very interesting choice. He's, um, I mean, uh, He's uh, not playing for England anymore. He was never so much of a uh, T20 player, but he's done recently done well in the uh, British uh, okay. uh, uh, T20 uh, tournament. Mm-hmm. But like again, like uh, with a player like Ian Bell, especially like uh, in you know UAE conditions, mm. uh, he's an English player. Like mm. they usually don't fare that well in English mm. in in the UAE mm-hmm. because of the pitches and because of how they play Spain. Ian Bell can play Spain well though mm-hmm. but like still uh, for me he doesn't even merit a play like I think he's more of a backup player for them mm-hmm. uh, when more when like you know their main players don't fire mm-hmm. uh, or maybe like as Nash said he can like take the Mizbaro like uh, as, the, uh, as a mentor and as well as a stabilizer in the middle order you know because Mizbah throughout his career what he was doing was stabilizing his team after a collapse and uh, Ian Bell is someone who can actually take that role very effectively, you know, because he can okay, hold so up one end so easily. We'll see where he plays, if he's the captain, who's the captain, because they haven't uh, named the captain yet. And then they, I wanted to talk a little about uh, uh, Roman Reis, uh, which is, um, he's been really successful for them. Uh, uh, medium pace bowler, um, uh, left arm bowler, and he's done re- well. He can do change of pace. He can, uh, uh, he can sort of do a lot of stuff, uh, and uh, bowls very accurately. Nice length, li- line and length, can swing the ball also. But he was injured, he and wasn't. he's still. I mean, there's some speculation about him. Um, now, what do you make him uh, of him? The problem is, I think he's been very unlucky throughout mm-hmm. his career. Like when he's performing, he's in the form of, form of his life. Like, but the other players are just in, in a better form. Like, for example, in the Champions Trophy, mm-hmm. when he was playing, he played in the semi in the semi final and he played amazingly when mm-hmm. Amir was injured. But yeah. again, he had to repla- be replaced for Amir in the end. And just he just went down the pecking order because Shaheen Afridi came. But in I was lucky for Pakistan because Amir mm-hmm. bowled most brilliantly in that final. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. Just because other players are in better form, he's been unlucky, hmm. and now because of uh, injuries, he's uh, fell down the pecking order, especially hmm. with the emergence of Shaheen Shafridi hmm. and Junaid Khan, like getting himself back into the ODI team. Hmm. And just other players just cropping up. Fahim Ashram making a permanent place for him. It's just like you know, Roman. That's the, exactly the, unlucky, the, the, the so player unlucky. I wanted to talk I love, about. I love Roman, uh, but like just unlucky. So, Nosh, what's your take about Fahim Ashraf? He's been bowling well for Pakistan. But one thing that disappointed me a little bit about him, that when he came on the scene initially, we were looking at him as someone who would be an all-rounder for Pakistan, be regularly uh, contributing with a bo- uh, bat. He hasn't played too much, but he's bowled really well. In this uh, short career of his, he's bowled well for Pakistan, picked up wicket, but he hasn't batted well. What do you think happens to our players who are potential good all-rounders, but somewhere along the line, they lose their uh, batting uh, uh, capabilities? I think part of it definitely has to do with the pressure that's been put on Mm. them. um, 
there was this other player, I, I believe his name was uh, Hamad or... Uh, Hamad Azam? Hamad Azam, oh, yes. I, lo- I love that Hamad, player. Hamad Azam was faced similar problems. He was really hyped up in the start, but mm. it was just flashes of brilliance, but not really enough to warrant a continued place in the team. Mm. So I think with Fahim Ashraf, uh, similar things happen, that there's too much pressure. You know, we start we start calling our players like the new Abdul Razak or that kind so of thing. So it's pressure. Basically pressure, yes, you're saying. Yes, I think it's pressure. And he will, uh, do you think he will uh, probably make a comeback with a, a bat during uh, this um, tournament, the PSL is a good opportunity for him to make an impression with the bat also? Definitely less pressure than the international scene. UAE mm. wickets, the players who have been playing PSL are pretty familiar with it. Fahim Ashram has also been uh, with the Pakistan team for a while now. So, so I think, yes. The Slambad team has also got Mohammed Sami, who's done really well in these sort of tournaments. Never so much internationally. I don't know why, um, you know, he couldn't bowl one over on the same line and length. <laughs> and that's why three balls down the leg side, three that balls, uh, uh, two balls short and then one wide outside. Yeah, he's just been inconsistent. Yeah, he's just erratic and inconsistent, whatever you want to call it. But um, now he's also in the team, but he's done really well for Slambad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he, the Islamabad's got some really good uh, young players also like uh, there's Mohammad Musa, there's uh, you know Phil Sword, um, there's Ahmad Butt, uh, and they've got some really good seniors and uh, Luke Ronchi, Shadab, Fahim Ashraf, Asif Ali has done well for Pakistan also. There's Mohammad Sami, Roman Reis, Hussain Talat who's a youngster but doing well. So what do you make of the combination? I think uh, like it's going away from the trend of. Uh, the established trend of you know having old older players it's mm-hmm. more i see it more filled with younger and emerging not emerging as in like you know players who have uh, positioned position position themselves in the team during the past PSL seasons like Shadab, Wakas uh, Wakas Maksud yeah uh, he's he's a very good batsman left-handed mm-hmm. uh, Fahim Asif Ali you know it's the same crop of players who they've like taken from the first season and they've just you know brought them up and like i think that's a, they have good chemistry, but I think they need more, a bit more experience in their team. Okay, so um, uh, what are their chances, uh, both of you? What is um, Islamabad's a defending champion? But I personally feel that you know what's happened to Islamabad that you know for to win time again, uh, time and again, you need two things. They've got one thing that's a set combination: peop- uh, guys playing with each other, knowing each other, understanding each other, being like a family. Those things are very important. Gelling together, but innovation-wise, maybe you know they need something new. Uh, Mizbah is also not there, so what's the what's the chance? What are their chances to defend this uh, title? I think like not uh, like I think uh, there's one key variable with the PSL, which is how many of the foreign players go back to Pakistan in the mm. crucial eliminator stage. Mm. If they can keep most of this score or all of the team mm. going back, I see them making a run to the final again. Mm. I see mm. them doing really well in this tournament mm. as the best team previously. Mm. But I do feel that if they don't manage to get their foreign players and if they have to chop and change at the playoff stage, mm. then they'll just um, lose at the first playoff. Hmm. I think Quetta has been really unlucky that way also. So they have got a good chance, but they have to play well like any other team and their players, the big players would have to come to the party. Players like Moh- uh, Asif Ali, uh, Ranchi of course, uh, who's been in tremendous form, Shadab with the ball and maybe he can contribute with a bat also. And then uh, down the order, Hussein Talat and players like Ian Bell. And if they play the youngsters like uh, Wakas Maksud uh, and all these guys and Saib Zada Farhan, all these guys will have to play well. One player that I would want uh, more, um, I would want uh, to see more of him is Zafar Gohar. I saw him a few mm. years in, uh, yeah. in the under 19. He's pretty He's impressive. He's a nice left arm spinner. Uh, spinner yeah. and he can bat well also. So maybe a bit more of him. Best of luck uh, to um, uh, Stambad uh, from us. Um, I'm from there, uh, Nosherwan, of not course. From me. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, well, not from our chicken tikka masala, <laughs> but of course from me and Nosherwan. Um, uh, best of luck uh, to them. Although. Uh, let me let me uh, confess that I am from there, but I wasn't uh, supporting them. I've been um, my number two, one team is always Quetta, and I, it shall remain that way this time also. The next team we got to uh, discuss is of course um, Karachi Kings. the Karachi Kings. Lagake wings, Odake le jayenge. In English, that means that Karachi Kings would put on wings and fly you over or take you across. Uh, or wherever you want to go but we'll have to see if they can go somewhere themselves also or not because they buy the most expensive players the most uh, talked about players yet they haven't been able to win uh, they changed their captains last year but unfortunately Imad Wasim, who's their captain was injured uh, most of the season he looks some more fitter more leaner trimmer 
this uh, uh, this addition but uh, uh, we'll have to see what he can do with them and of course uh, they got some good players in uh, Manro and uh, Mohammad Amir of course Babur Azam who is the most talked about player uh, in the world these days uh, uh, one of the best T20 players with one of the best averages close to 50 I yeah. think he's averaging in T20 and like number one T20 and, yeah and, and, and that's just tremendous for a young man that they've got Ingram they've got Shinwari they've um, uh, Bupara who's been consistent one good pick that they uh, made uh, today was uh, Sikandar as I enjoyed that pick and of course uh, he's from Zimbabwe as you know a good batsman can bowl also a bit of spin Uwes Zia is one player uh, <laughs> uh, Noshiran always talks about and he calls him Tuller. So now you know what it means in Tuller is someone who doesn't know how to bat and just swings his bat for no reason and sometimes uh, when he connects it goes for a 6 or a 4. So Noshiran your take on the Tuller and Karachi picking up uh, Ovesia. My thing would be that in these 3-4 years he might have uh, sort of uh, uh, become a better player, a more uh, sort of player who can play shots all over or do you think he still might be a toller which must, which is like someone who doesn't know what he's doing? I feel like at best, Vesya is going to be, at best, mm. he's going to be like Sunil Narayan mm. opening the batting. Mm. <laughs> at best, that mm. is why I don't have high hopes. So I think mm. if he mimics uh, Sunil Narayan's mm. effectiveness mm. as an opener, as a pinch hitting opener in T20, mm. uh, Karachi should consider themselves lucky. As for the whole team, it's uh, just the usual story with Karachi. It's just all um, flashy players and uh, mm. exciting squad on paper, but I don't see this gelling together. Mm. Uh, the wings of Karachi don't seem like they're going to. It's going to be a tough run mm. even for the playoff. And I see. Oh, well, we're going to we're going to see how it goes. Yeah, Karachi, early because early elimination. You must tell you I'm going to see we're, we're, stop. We're, we're going to see. Yeah. see. So, so we must tell you that our uh, chicken tikka masala is from Karachi, so we must give him a chance to defend his team. No, uh, I I don't need uh, I don't need to defend my team because hmm. I think the team defends itself pretty well. Like uh, we have okay. Imam Masim, the captain, who Mickey Arthur, the current coach of Pakistan, like was at one point looking at a possible captain for Pakistan in the future, and and still might yeah, be if he keeps himself be, fit. Yeah. Uh, and he balls pretty good, like he can open the bowling. Yes. He's a he's a very I, I love him as a T Twenty player. Good pinch hitter down the order. Yeah. Mohammad Ahmed, like you don't even need a justification for him. Like he's simply one of the best. And bowlers. he's bowled really well for yeah. the Sweet Northern. Yeah, exactly. And he has and something to prove, you know, because he he is aching aching to get back into the side, especially for the world. They've Cup got so. Munro, who's an attacking, uh, very attacking uh, player, and uh, Ingram. Just to add one thing, I think Daniel hit the nail on the head. Uh, his team does defend all too well for T Twenty cricket. And that's why they don't win. Yeah. <laughs> they do defend all too well, as Daniel Stock. He's saying defense. they're only defending. Yeah, yeah, they're not. What about smashing the ball all <laughs> over? Well, if you want to smash the ball, like, well, uh, Colin Munro was smashing Pakistan all around the park like a week ago. So, like, mm. what are you talking about, Nasharwan? <laughs> Colin Ingram has smashed Pakistan and everyone all around the park in the PSL previously in international matches as well. And like one one particular player, you can sense the passion now. The passion. One, really one particular player I'm really passionate about is Mohammad Rizwan. Uh, okay. He's the backup keeper for Sarfraz, like in the hmm. Pakistan team, and also like. Uh, Do you like I, him? Uh, I like Sarfraz more. Like I, Sarfraz, I think it's a uh, it's a bit of Karachi bias, and also because you know I I love Sarfraz the captain, even though most people tend to disagree with me. Especially no, you not me. Considering the look that I'm receiving from you guys. No, no, no. I'm a, I'm a Sarfraz fan. What happened yesterday? I mean, fine. I mean, it was really silly, rubbish. I mean, you should, no way we should have lost that test. And uh, I, but he captained the team much um, uh, way better. And he's improving day by day. I like the bowling changes uh, he was making. It's just we were talking about his own game as a uh, captain. Yeah, he needs to be more responsible. Yeah. But like he but we're not talking about Sir Brother. Yeah. We're talking so about Mohammed Rizwan. Mohammed Rizwan. personally I put a question mark uh, in front of his name because I didn't know why they picked him. No, because they picked him because one they need a keeper, a keeper who mm. can bat and who can bat fast. And Mohammed mm. Rizwan has proven that in the past he's played some uh, especially like uh, in the domestic competitions that happened before, like mm. the RBS Cup, the Festival Bank Cup. Mm. He used to always play well and he used to always, you know, make a case for himself, but like again, uh, just like it's happening with Roman right now, he's just mm. like just so far down, the, he just has one player better than him, who's Sarfraz, and he can't make a place for him because Sarfraz is the captain. So, for instance, uh, Mohammad Rizwan gets injured. Uh, what other keeper have they uh, got uh, in their side? Because you should have uh, two keepers. I'm sure they've got one other keeper, but we'll uh, talk about that later. Uh, what we are going to do now is that we're also going to discuss the role of. Uh, 
uh, ben, ben Duncan plays a wicket keeper like the Australian player that they have. Uh, I think he's the supplementary pick if I'm not uh, yes, yes, incorrect. Yes, yes, the last four. Uh, he can like keep wickets uh, and he, he can like bat well as well. I'm not the biggest fan of him but like uh, he has shown... Like, but a lot will depend on Mohammad Rizwan's batting now, how well he bats. Well, he can bat but let's just see what happens, you know. Yeah, I, I'm not a big, big fan of uh, Mohammad Rizwan. I mean, uh, initially I thought he played one or two good innings, but then he could never blossom after that. I mean... Uh, but like, I, what else choice do you have like in terms of Pakistani wicket keepers in the current crop uh, uh, sure. of players we have? Like, uh, I don't know, uh, I, no, nobody like, you know, just uh, comes out, you know, as the person that you choose as your keeper if Sarfraz is not playing. Yeah, and well, so that's if, also true. So but Karachi has the legs... Uh, second uh, in-line keeper for the Pakistan team, I think they they had a good pick, I think. And let's hope he performs because if he does well, I mean, that would, uh, I mean, that would mean that Pakistan will also have one good backup keeper yeah. in case Sarfaraz uh, gets injured or is not feeling well or anything. I mean, you know, you can't keep uh, going like a machine. I mean, uh, there are problems with everyone, so there's always it's always important to have mm. a backup keeper, in my opinion. So uh, and Babar Azam, his role would be pivotal. Like I think it will be the same as the Pakistan team, you know, like he'll be at the other end, just holding one up and one mm. end up, you know, and just trying how, to. How much pressure, Nashan, do you think um, he would have? I think he's going to have a lot of pressure, considering mm. um, a lot of the batsmen that Karachi are relying on, yes, they've done mm. well so far on UAE pitches, but it's not really their best conditions, if you look mm. at them, the New Zealanders especially. Um, I think Babar Azam will cope with the pressure. I see him being Karachi's best player, mm. but unfortunately... But I think the dullest man would be uh, Ravi Babara for them. The main player who is going to hold their team together, hold their batting together, gel the team together, I think it's going to be Babara. He was the past seasons and I think he's going but to Ravi be this Ravi Babara is always, uh, for England and as well for Karachi, he's always lacked that finisher's touch, you know, like a mm. uh, player in that position really needs to be a good finisher and I think that's what kept Ravi Babara from reaching that level of quality as a player, that yes, he was a regular in international mm. cricket, but he was never... Um, uh, truly that um, A quality player because of his lack of ability to finish and I think that's going to cost Karachi. And, and Daniel, I mean, my, they picked up Suhail Khan. Um, to, to, I mean, he, he has a lot of aggression. He can bowl fast, but he's now uh, spent force uh, the way I see him. He's old. He get, gets injured. He He's a bit bulky. Do you think it's mm. a good pick? I think uh, it's a bit of a gamble mm. because if it comes off, then it's a uh, then it's a really good pick because mm. uh, I think re if you remember in the 2015 Cricket World Cup, uh, Suhail Khan was picked uh, uh, for the match against India mm. and then he took a, uh, he took I think five wickets and nobody was expecting him to perform mm. and that's when he beat the expectations so he's used to it. Mm. Uh, I'm not like sure that whether he will be able to do that, especially considering his fitness and you know mm. the level of fitness that that. PSL and generally T20 cricket requires, mm. but uh, he can be a, a, a bit of a uh, good gamble. The, you know, the, the sort of player off. he is, I mean, lower order, he can bat 12, yeah, hit sixes. I think there will be some competition between him and Amir Yamin also because similar, they bowl, they can bowl similar uh, similar pace maybe. Uh, Amir, I think, can bat a bit better. Like, yeah, he was so also there will be that competition between him and uh, uh, Suhail and Amir Yamin, I feel, Possibly for because, one because, place. Uh, one of the main, like, Pacers' role is going to go to Usman Khan Shinawari, like, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. Amir, like, current form. Uh, Usman Shinawari and Amir are going to then play. You, and then you, you know, also Pacers. UAE, um, um, uh, I mean, three Pacers, uh, some sides uh, play with uh, three Pacers, uh, uh, some don't. But I think Karachi likes to depend on its Pacers. Yeah, and like... Uh, you know, the the players you have, like Amir and Shinwari, you can't just, like, especially in PSL, like, we're not talking about international cricket right now, like, mm. these two can literally change the game, uh, like, these two can literally represent Pakistan right now if they want to, you know, mm. they're just out because, Shinwari is out because he's a bit la do lower down the pecking order than the other players and Amir is mm. out because of current form. Yeah. But, like, these two players, like, they're international quality So, Karachi is pretty players. set as far as their yeah. uh, bowling uh, attack is uh, concerned, uh, Nosh? I think they are. Mm. Uh, they have a pretty good unit mm. if it clicks, but um, I think a, a lot varies on how Amir is going to be performing mm. in PSL because now Amir has been dropped from the team, mm. so he has he's a man who has something to prove mm. in this upcoming PSL. Mm. And knowing uh, the fact that he fought back into the team initially as well, and 
um, he does have that spirit about him. So I think Amir is going to be really fired up this PSL, especially if he doesn't get a call back into the team by then to use this as a launch pad. To, you know. So the, the two teams we discussed, uh, Islamabad and Karachi, are both looking pretty set. They have all bases covered. They have some good players. And, um, uh, you know, so now we uh, sort of move on to uh, Lahore Kalandas, which is the most talked about team for many reasons. One for the owner, of course. For Vadrana Saab, I mean, you know, everyone knows, I mean, he's always happy-go-lucky whether they're losing or winning. Or he shows his uh, emotions too much. He wears his heart on the sleeves, uh, has some uh, really uh, crazy dancing steps and all. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not one of the serious owners, but his team is always talked about. They're, uh, you know, doing some good grass uh, grassroots uh, work uh, as far as youngsters are concerned. I mean, uh, they're giving a lot of youngsters on the side when the PSL is not on for the rest of the year. They're giving a lot of them lots of opportunities. Yeah, they're, uh, they're doing good for cricket, but yeah. not doing good for them. That is what That's he said exactly. Problem. He said in his interview, he said we're doing so well for cricket. You know, we help so many young cricketers, and it's uh, one of the picks that I really, really wanted to uh, discuss today was uh, Sandeep Lamichane, which is the man, um, leg spinner from Nepal. And now this guy, I saw him playing in the uh, IPL. He really impressed me. The fact that he's got a real story, he comes from this place, you know, Nepal, which is a small place, mm -hmm. uh, not a very cricket crazy place, but slowly he's picking up, you know, because it's close to India. Uh, and he comes from there and he's a leg spinner who's very effective, uh, he, you know, his name has uh, been discussed and Lahore have managed to pick him up. What is your take? Uh, Shweb Akhtar, by the way, is also very excited about this pick. So what's your take, uh, you guys? Uh, on on uh, Lamichane, um, I know she. Want, I've been you've been sort of pressing the mic hard. You want to say something? <laughs> <laughs> well, I always do like my spotlight, but um, oh, we know I that. Think, we know that. <laughs> I think I think he's going to be a very good uh, buy mm. for Lahore. Mm. I think he's a bit of an um, in the sense that yes, he unknown has, quantity. Yes, he has played in the Big Bash and the IPL. Mm. So you uh, some of these players would have played against him, mm. and uh, they can analyze him using like video and all but like considering that the uh, some of the Pakistani players probably haven't played against Nepal mm. and they haven't uh, managed to play against him in foreign leagues either mm. so they're going to be going up against a very unique player uh, so are you going time. to be excited watching yes, him? Definitely. I, I'm very I think excited. he's going to be a very good astute uh, the whole day I was watching this and lots of picks excited me but this excited me the most uh, what's your take, uh, Daniel? Yeah, Sandeep, like, uh, I watched him when he played in the IPL and a bit in the BBL. I didn't watch the BBL much. Uh, mm. uh, but, like, he has, like, you know, he has that a bit of an unknown quantity. And, mm. you know, just because he has the story behind him, you know, uh, mm. it's a common... Like Rashid Khan yeah. had the story. Yeah, it's know. just like that, you know, coming from an obscure country mm. and then just bamboozling everyone on the, on the mm. grand stage mm. and like, you know... So, new captain options. also for Lahore, which is Hafiz. Hafiz uh, what do you make of this decision? Well, uh, they could have like gone for ABD Villiers, but like I, I think uh, their owner said that we, he wanted someone local, uh, mm. and that's why they went for him. I Otherwise, agree with uh, having someone local. I mean, uh, I, I just did not agree with the fact that they had Azhar Ali the first season. He was the captain, and the second season he sat out the whole tournament. He didn't even play a game, and they went with the. Uh, uh, McCullum for a few seasons and McCullum's brand of captaincy doesn't work everywhere, you know. Yeah, but like, you know, McCullum's brand of captaincy is what, you know, what took New Zealand to the 2015 World Cup Finals and it's his brand yeah, of captaincy. That, you know, no, but like, yeah. it's, he plays aggressive cricket and the, the way the Lahore team shapes up every year is like, you know, they have all of these, uh, uh, you know, Quality players like you know, in, in the first season they had Chris Gale, then they had McCullum. Now they've ABD. It's their brand of cricket, you know. De Villiers is a big story, and uh, and uh, and I one thing I didn't agree with, and not sure, and you can answer this for me also, that they, you know, today they were saying, Shabakta was saying, who's um, you know working very closely with the uh, Lahore team. They, he was saying that he wants De Villiers to bat in the middle order, play the last ten overs. If I were the mentor of uh, or the coach or selector of the uh, Lahore team, I would have asked him to open the innings because uh, in uh, T20s, you want your best player to open and not back in the middle order, which is the indication uh, up till now. I would open with Fakhar and uh, De Villiers. 
I would actually um, agree with Shoaib Akhtar a little bit mm. on this because I feel like Lahore uh, used to always lose two, three key matches very, very close. You know, which would, because in the PSL there are only six teams and you have to just make it to the top four in the mm. group stage. Mm. And there was always every season, if you look at it, Lahore would n- lose a few very narrow games because of a lack of a finisher. Mm. AB de Villiers brings that devastating quality and experience. Mm. And I think Fakhr Zaman and Anton uh, Devsic was a very decent opening combination for them. I think I that think, was one of their stronger combinations. Hafiz. Can open it yeah, well, also, so I don't. In T20s, he can. I, yes. I, I don't feel the need for a uh, Devilliers to I, be used there. Although I, I, I like all. Hafiz in the middle. I mm. mean, middle order. I think. But I think the same T20 role. I think uh, um, Shwebo saying uh, he wanted uh, Devilliers to do. I would. Uh, uh, I would want uh, Hafiz to come in the middle and do that role, play the last ten overs and get runs. And I would want. Uh, uh, Devilliers to exploit the power play. No, but then like if, if Hafiz, Devchich and uh, Fakir can, you know, exploit uh, uh, up the order, but down the order they have like so many batsmen, like they have A.B. Devilliers, like the fastest uh, centurion, then they have uh, Corey Anderson. Uh, Corey Anderson, like yeah, I love, uh, great all, great all-rounder, like broke mm. the fastest century record of Shahid Afridi mm. before. Well, A B D Villiers broke it, mm. and like see, they have these two players, like Corey Anderson and A B D Villiers playing together. Like, how explosive do you want the middle order to be? Like, it's yeah. already so explosive. Yeah, so I don't think Hafiz, uh, I don't think A B D Villiers should open the batting. I think uh, Hafiz and Devchic, uh, it should either be one of them to open. Okay, so you you guys don't player. agree with me that he should mm, open no, the batting? No. no, you don't. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Okay. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. No, 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 open that often uh, yeah he doesn't even need the overs like if you're chasing even like 110 in the last 10 and you have a set de Villiers or de Villiers but de Villiers would need some pli- time to get set also you but he doesn't he need that much and then when he gets set you know if mm. you if you're chasing 10 runs in the last 10 I think you'd prefer de Villiers over Hafiz in that situation okay. obviously okay. And, and so and another, another, another interesting choice that they made is uh, Brendan Taylor from uh, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe the keeper He's been their captain also in the past. He's done so well for them. And a good point uh, that uh, uh, Shweb made today was that uh, he he said that it, you know it seems like uh, Taylor's been uh, uh, in Zimbabwe forever, but he's only 32 years old and he can keep. He's only well. 32. He's only 32 That's and quite uh, the that, yeah, and he said uh, he can ke- keep and he can he can bat <laughs> and he he can bat and he's a good player. He's got good commitment. He can he plays well for his side, whichever side he's playing for. So so, so I feel. Is a very very good choice. I think it's a good pick as well. Like good keeper, good mm. qualities, good team player. Mm. Like I don't see any negative in Brendan Taylor. To be very honest. Yeah, and another choice I'm happy about whether they're going to play him or not. I don't know, but I'm always uh, always fretting about him and always thinking that why are uh, the Pakistan uh, team has been unfair to him also, and uh, also the PSL is uh, is a very interesting pick. Is Ash Chima. Now this oh. is the man. Asia who, Cup. Asia uh, Cup. You know. Oh, just the, I mean just that. Bangladesh match, that final, that situation, that pressure. I mean, and the poor guy, the poor guy. Bhai, usko to kabhi reward hi nahi kiya. He was never rewarded. I mean, you know, kya par ulta na karna hota hai, pankhe ke saath aur ghum jana hota hai. I mean, what I'm trying to say in Urdu is that you know, if you've done well and you still you're not picked up, what do you have to do? Go hang yourself from the uh, fan and sort of spin, and then you'll be picked because you've already done so much to be picked. Well, definitely what happened with Azaz Tima and his career was definitely not fair. I agree with that part. Mm-hmm. But uh, coming to the current PSL in this situation, looking at Lahore's options with like uh, Rahat Ali, Shaheen Afridi, they could I like even use, Rahat Ali. They could even use uh, Corey Anderson as well. They have lots of options. I don't see Azaz Tima being more than a rotational or squad player, like basically mm-hmm. just an extra option if. In case of injuries or rotating the team, and that's maybe. still unfair. Uh, I mean, that unfair. <laughs> so but, unfair. But but uh, the th- the question comes down to: Do you display him because of past unfairness, or do you recognize his current value compared to your other? I think options? he's a very good bowler. Uh, I mean, he uh, comes he, from wide of the crease. He does go a bit like sideish, but he does bring the ball back in, and he has a good line and length. He's got a good, sensible uh, head on his shoulders. He knows how to uh, get people out. 
he can keep calm under pressure and isn't that what we need um i i think he's just going to be a squad player now over to chicken tikka masala for the rest no <laughs> he doesn't like it when you say it of yeah. course he doesn't I'm not saying I like I it. I, I'm not saying I like it when anyone says it but okay oh, <laughs> I see I see <laughs> for, for the viewers we have a cooler name for him which is Ad Money so you can also call him Ad Money so You guys are welcome to have a name for me also that's no problem as yeah. long as we are sitting here after it's, that if you say that name you're going to be <laughs> Good thank you thank you for being kind and respectful and um, yeah so this is um, another player that we uh, uh, we wanted to this we've already discussed uh, uh lamichane and of course anderson is in it also the team uh, he's the middle order uh, new zealander all rounder hafiz of course we know is captaining so it's this this team um uh, on paper and fazman and yasir shah and shaheen afridi i mean real real star um it seems so good on paper and every psl season it seems great on paper <laughs> what happens to them I think the weight of expectations just bogs them down, you know, and like. Or is too, the free lawry spirit? And it's like too. Much, <laughs> I think it's too many star players, in my opinion, because mm. uh, you have one too many egos in the dressing room, mm. uh, which might, you know, like in the past, you know, issues with Omar Akmal. They had Omar Akmal in the mm. same dressing room as Chris Gale. Chris Gale is a big personality. In the first season, he was mm. playing for Lahore, uh, and you know, it's just like all Makkalam, all these big names. You know, it's just the added pressure. I, I don't think like. they have the teams the team spirit that's required like like especially for if you compare to a team like quetta you know they don't they never had that many big names but they've always played together because they play as a team and they they just have you you can just see the team spirit on the field hmm. okay so now we come uh, to my second fa- favorite team which is um, uh, peshawar we already discussed uh, on the first three, three teams and uh, what's happening is that peshawar has got uh, one of my favorite uh, current uh, west indian players um Sami who's also their captain and um, like their uh, owner Javed Afridi today said someone asked him uh, if uh, Misbah is going to be captain mm-hmm. now he said well there's only one captain for uh, Peshawar and that's Sami so Darren Sami is on so much he I mean he tweets in Pashto and uh, you know uh, connects really well with the uh, the fans and he's a good captain he's made them uh, win also from impossible yeah, situations yeah last season he was he hit <laughs> like two sixes on one yeah. leg and he just made he made peshawar oh yeah that was tremendous that, that i was watching i did not want peshawar to win that match but only because of the way sami batted i was like content with peshawar one side of my heart always wants peshawar to win because uh, we are from peshawar and probably so and um, i'm i'm actually write, writing a book which deals a lot with the peshawar Uh, and how in the 80s it was uh, totally destroyed by um, when you know Pakistan was helping the uh, US with the Awan refugees and all that and then uh, of course yeah. <laughs> okay I'll, I'll, I'll go Peshawar will be very nice yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. so what's the next team Koita okay no uh, okay now I also Kamran Akmal my friend Kami uh, he's also in the Peshawar team he did really well as an opener for them um, and uh, at crucial points he did well so there's Sami there's uh, Kamran Akmal there's uh, Wahab Riaz there's Hassan Ali t- did so well for Pakistan just took five wickets uh, two days ago Samin uh, Gul Samin they have Samin Gul like uh, he's an emerging Samin Samin Gul is an emerging fast bowler yes. and the way he bowls is just uh, I've seen some clips of him and it's just like I I think he's going to be one of the next players like after this PSL who Baker some brilliant can, players I mean Umed Asif is also pretty okay Samin Gul is good then they've got Pollard they've got Misbah to guide them and then they've got david milan who's very good i'm not too sure about umar amin i mean i i've been uh, probably hearing his name yeah. last 15 years but <laughs> I, he hasn't done anything of uh, not the biggest fan of him yes so i'm i mean initially when he started to play on my radio programs my television programs i used to talk about him a lot and then people used to uh, sort of make remarks like oh yeah because you're from islamabad and he's from islamabad <laughs> so you do it but I'm not a fan anymore. He's a nice guy, though. I was on a show with him last year. Really decent guy. But um, uh, so hey, Maksud is uh, here uh, uh, in the Peshawar. Another tried and failed player. Like he was once touted as the next Inzamam, but like he just. And there's one very interesting character who they affectionately called Harry Potter. Oh, That's that guy. That's the Ittisam Sheikh, the leggy, uh, who wears glasses and a very very good uh, spinner. Uh, and um, good temperament they played him in some matches and then dropped him and you know because he was very young they didn't want to expose him too much but good pick uh, once again by peshawar 
to get uh, Ibtisham uh, Sheikh back? I think Peshawar is always a very well-balanced team and under hmm. Sami's leadership, who's an excellent T20 captain, they do really well. Hmm. But I'm going to reverse the roles a little bit and uh, pose a question to both of you, uh, hmm. which is yeah, that, cool. um, right. do you think that considering Sami and Kamran Akbar, I'm the, the expert after all. Uh, yeah, that, go ahead. The fact <laughs> that they have experienced players, do you think having Misbah in this team might do more harm than good because it'll add another school of thought, another person with a strong personality, it, experience wouldn't really play second fiddle to anyone. Misbah's never really done that hmm. uh, for a while. Because personally, I, I like... Um, I would consider Misbah more suitable for a team which doesn't have these experienced heads like Sami, okay. Kamran Akmal, okay. etc. So I don't think, I think this might be uh, going for the player without looking at the overall squad composition. Now, excellent question and I'm not saying this because you're my son. Excellent question generally because there are sure. two, there <laughs> two kinds of philosophies here and I agree. I mean, Darren Sami is the captain, he is an aggressive player, he likes to show his aggression, he has got a good balanced head on his shoulders, he's done well. Uh, for this team, he's been their hero. They, uh, in, you know, they. I mean, uh, he's like a demigod sort of uh, <laughs> thing in their uh, team. Uh, so yes, uh, there will there could be an ego clash. But what I think about Misbah is that he's very sensible, and I don't think so. Uh, the ego will uh, come into play. Although I mean, whatever you said is all very very valid, and it could uh, sort of uh, it can uh, play a role. But knowing Misbah. And whatever he's achieved in his life as a player and the kind totally. of respect he's uh, gotten from everyone. I'm sure uh, the whole dressing room is going to respect him. Yeah, the whole, uh, I think the whole dressing room is going to be... And I, th I don't think even Ryan Sammy is going to be that intimidated by him. I think mm. uh, Sammy is actually like... Uh, it will actually help Sammy because mm. while I love Sammy's like passion and aggression, uh, what I think he likes a bit is like in terms of technicalities and you know how plays fields and stuff. And but my question to you guys is... Misbah can actually help him. My question about Misbah is not about his role and his ego and all. It's about his batting. Does he have it in him anymore? He, I mean, he only decided three days ago that he's going to play as a player. Before uh, three days ago, he was going to be a mentor. Does he have it? Does he have, a, have the legs and the strength in his arms to be a T20 player? Well, in my opinion, uh, as long as the player feels that he's... Mm. ready to play and mm. he's capable of playing he should play like uh, why not like because age is never a factor especially if you're considering Mizbah like his career skyrocketed mm. after like 32 yes, years yes. of age See, he's, so he, he's Pakistan's Mr. Cricket like Hussie yeah and he yeah. like he always had the best fitness and you know even mm. right now I looked at the picture he, he did not look unfit at all about his mental uh, his mental uh, sort of aptitude not aptitude but his, the way he's thinking right now because three days ago he didn't want to play he just wanted to be a mentor he just decided now uh, which team he's uh, he's going towards and uh, and the requirements of a t20 uh, game I mean uh, and what number is he going to play at and uh, I mean how many balls is is he going to get to uh, to adjust is he going to be able to do that at that this age when he's retired? All that. I mean, that's a bit of a worry for me. Being a Misbah fan, real big Misbah fan, even then there's a bit of a worry. I think this might be the case of uh, one season too many for hmm. Misbah. I think the decision, initial decision to just be a mentor was a wise one. Hmm. It was well thought out. Hmm. I think he would have been brilliant in that role for Islam. But for any team, he could have been a mentor for any side. Hmm. Coming back as a player... Um, yeah, of course it's Misbah, so he will show flashes of quality here and there, but mm. I, if he plays, but I don't think... Because, you know, sometimes he gets stuck and we quickly yeah. move on to Quetta Gladiators after this. Sometimes what happens to Misbah, and we've seen that when he was playing for Islamabad United also, that he gets stuck in the middle. And the run rate, the asking uh, run rate could be around 9, 10, and Misbah takes a few balls to uh, get adjusted. And by the time he uh, gets set, it could go up to... Uh, 12 or 13 and then he would just throw away his wicket because he'll have no choice. So I see a similar thing happening to Misbah here also. I don't but think Misbah is going to be that good for Peshawar. Neither absolutely. Is presence okay, now quickly let's moving on to Aquetta Gladiators which I initially told you that it's my favourite team. It's led by the Pakistan captain Sarfaraz. It's got Narayan also. He could open... Oh, uh, very nice trade by Aquetta. I think very smart. Yeah. They had to give away Hassan Khan who I really like as a player but well they got Narayan in return. Mm. And they got Omar Akmal, which uh, not I'm not 
that much of fan of, but like on his day, he can be a very good player. So he could be devastating. He could be devastating. But then he's but got again, issues on his day, of yeah. the. Yeah, he, he might uh, like cause problems in the like earlier. I said like Quetta has. But his ego. Nice. You spoke about the ego. Who's going to handle Umar Akmal's ego? You know, he hasn't performed from years and years. He's got so much potential. He hasn't been able to deliver yet. He thinks he's the he's hey. God's gift to mankind. Exactly. So that's who's going to handle all that? Well, I think. Uh, one guy who can handle this is Sarfraz Ahmed. Hmm. Uh, but like, if he does, if he's what he's going to say, hey, chode, see the bad actor too. In Urdu, in Urdu, you know how Sarfraz is. He's street smart. He's from Karachi. He has a certain way of talking. So that is what I was saying. But uh, if, but if Sarfraz isn't able, able to like keep Umar in check, I think that might cause some problems because hmm. you know, like I earlier said, uh, Quetta has what I like about Quetta is like you know. They're like a family, you know. They're not the best crop of players, but they're always. So, do you, do, do you see? Do you guys see uh, Sunil Narayan and Watson opening together? Yeah, Narayan will obviously open, in my opinion. Uh, Watson, I think, depends on like how his current form is because well, I he always opens. Uh, you know. No, like if he's playing, then obviously he will open. But if he's not playing, then. Uh, okay, and then of course there's uh, Russo who's done well for. Um, uh, the Quetta, the Quetta the and then there's Bravo. They've uh, you know he can bowl a bit of medium pace. And then someone asked us a question, and I'm going to reply uh, uh, to that. They said, why doesn't uh, the Quetta side have an express uh, pacer? So the answer to that is that they do have two young pacers. You might have not heard too much about them. There's Golam Udasar who Chicken Tikka has played against. Yeah, and, he and, once bowled a yorker. It still, my toe still hurts to this yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> and there's I think uh, Naseem Shah who's a good pacer. And um, uh, there's Bravo who can do medium pace. There's Watson who can do it. But their, um, uh, their owner... Uh, Umar Saab, I mean, fantastic gentleman. He was saying today that his uh, way of thinking is that in uh, the UAE, if he doesn't have to play any pacer, that's fine. He could go in and play four or five spinners. We can't do that. But he says, I'm ready to play four or five spinners. Four or five might be an exaggeration, but yeah. up to three is definitely possible with mm. devastating quality spinners in the UAE. Mm. Um, I think Narayan's going to be a great uh, by as a batsman and a bowler where he's mm. reinvented Good himself. Um, Umar Akmal, I am, I, if I was a PSL franchise, I would stay a thousand miles away from him mm. in the dressing room. By the way, they've got Fawad Ahmed also, um, who's a very good uh, spinner, yeah. spinner, plays in Australia. Fawad Ahmed is a good buy, but Umar Akmal, I think, might just disrupt the mm. thing. And then with Koita, Koita, from the way they play and their synergy as a squad, mm. they are a championship winning team. Mm. But the biggest question is, looking at these foreign players, they didn't come to Pakistan before, most of them. But did I you have Sohel Tanvi last year? Quite no, Sohel Tanvi was playing for Multan. Yeah, uh, so now Sohel Tanvi is also, uh, yeah, uh, Pankha. He's known as the fan because of his action. <laughs> More like a kukru, you know. Yeah, yeah, like a cock, a, 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 a kukri or oh, whatever. That's offensive, I'm going to edit that out. Okay, that <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> so so Anthony is not a bad buy. Um yeah, he's always okay in T twenty cricket, especially in the leagues. You can leave uh, the punk up at out but, in. That's but, fine. But I think that um Koita's uh, by Umar Akmal might prove to be more harmful than it would be helpful. Yeah, and I think get it. Umar Akmal, okay. I do not like Umar Akmal. And Russo is an effective player yeah, for them. Uh, I mean, if he's they can doing get, well. If they can get the most of their foreign players to come to Pakistan, mm. I think they could be one of the favourites. Mm, but yes. if not, then they're in trouble again. Mm. So it's a good side. Quetta has always done well, played many finals, hasn't won uh, one yet. Sarfaraz, Pakistani captain. I really want him to do well because he's a Pakistani captain. If he does well in the PSL, wins the PSL, be great for his confidence. They've got a good balance side. We've already discussed a few names which I think are important. A few good young players in Gulam Mudassar, uh, Naseem Shah, and there's uh, you know Danish Aziz, there's Bravo, they brought Fawad, Ahmed is a good boy, and uh, already you, you know. What a fall from uh, Grace for Ahmed Shahzad though. Like he's yes, playing from the sub two for, for, as a supplementary sub from supplementary position. And he, was he was playing as platinum, right? Last oh, yes, yeah, so I think one of the platinum yeah, of the diamond, yeah, 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 and platinum before. That he was playing a, a very for good Quetta. role for Quetta yeah, also. Now, the like first one. What a fall from grace! But like yeah. he has problems. Like he was banned recently for drug abuse and stuff. So yeah. So I because think of that. it merits that. Yeah. So if he does well, he can always uh, climb back. Uh, you know, and go to uh, one of the uh, better levels. Uh, the last team, of course, is it's a very strange name. No name. Six team. It's called. I, I, I'm, I'm sure they could have given it a name. No, uh, they can't give it a name until unless uh, they have a new owner. Right now, it's the PCB handling their affairs. So, like, until 
until they uh, because the owners decide the team name so they can't just you know Hmm. Give a name like, for example, they but can't still it's keep like it. But still, it's like this poem, uh, you know, sir, na- nameless or something like that. I read it as a child. I mean, you know, it's yeah, strange. But, yeah, but, but they've got some good players. Strange or not, they've got Shoaib Malik, who's done really well for Pakistan. They've got Junaid Khan. I'm a big fan of his. And then they've got uh, they've got two Irfans. Yes, two Mohammed Irfans. One the fast bowler, one the pay, uh, the oh. spinner. And then we've got Shan Masood, we were just talking about him huh. earlier. And they've got some uh, uh, good players. I mean, they've got Smith, they've got Afridi, boom, boom, Lala Afridi. And that's a great buy. And they've, um, you know, so I think they've, they've generally um, got a good team. I think the buy of Afridi was more because of the marketing factor rather than like what he can bring to the team. Because Shahid Afridi is always a big name. Hmm. And... Uh, like just like as you guys were talking about Misbah that he he might be Pais friendly. I think Shahid Afridi. I don't think. Uh, are you feel of him as a player? Uh, mm. Not not in his uh, like ending years, but like initially when he, when he was in, in his prime, like uh, in 2011, 2010 when he was bowling really good leg spin. Mm. Uh, I was a big fan of him, but like I think he's way past his prime now, and like this should ideally be his last season, and like you know he should find finally. Hang his boots up for good. There is such time. an interesting story of the six team wins this because the six teams got some good players. I mean, they have a, they, they have a bus like uh, yes, uh, Mama the bus. I mean, he can yes, absolutely four overs, absolutely no runs, couple of wickets. I mean, for for instance, he comes in bowls four overs, gives twenty runs and picks up two wickets for you. How good is that? This is something like what Rahat was doing last year. I think um, if we look at the six team, Muhammad Abbas is. Definitely a very good player, but there is going to be a very heavy reliance on Steve Smith and Shoaib Malik, like mm. in the batting side. Mm. I think there's not that much depth as compared to mm-hmm. other teams. Like mm. the best eleven of the sixth team would be a tough team to play, but like if anything happens to those eleven, any injuries, any other commitments, cutting the stint short, or if they don't come to Pakistan for the games. Um, in the playoffs, if they manage to reach that stage, I don't see the six team doing that much because of their depth. Mm. Yes, their eleven, their best eleven that we could make, considering the four foreign players and the seven Pakistanis, they would be a tough team to beat. But strength and depth is important for a league, in my opinion. Absolutely. Uh, so with that, uh, we also uh, I think one one more thing that I should yes, mention about the six team is that uh, I don't really like the crop of foreign players. Uh, like Steve Smith, obviously, like no doubt about him. But like Joe Denley, like he played really well last time and mm. he's been playing well. But like he's a good fielder also. Yeah, but like again, like not not the catches. not the name that comes to your mind when you hmm. think of yeah a good uh, player. And like Nicholas Puran, again, like same, like he he has played well. Mm. He played for Multan last year as well. But like. Again, not the ideal Except uh, Steve yeah. Smith. I mean, there's no one outstanding. No outstanding. Uh, no like foreign you know, player. Yeah, who just you know yeah. jumps out of the paper and you know. Yeah, I agree. With except, you. I think Tom Moores is an upcoming uh, fast bowler from Australia. But I sometimes, some, sometimes it can happen that you know you might have some mediocre players, but they gel so well that they actually give a well, good performance. Well, that's what happened with yeah. Ravi Bupara and Karachi Kings for a season. Yeah, now and also Quetta for a while. I mean, they didn't have the top-notch uh, team, but they still did well. And, uh, you know, so with that, we're coming to uh, to the uh, close of uh, this uh, podcast. Oof. And it was uh, highly enjoyable for me. I hope it was enjoyable for you guys. And Obviously. Uh, um, next time, uh, we'll, uh, we'll come right before the second test and we'll do a show. Uh, one one show before the test match and one when it ends. So two shows and we are going to be talking about other things also. Of course, there's an England-Sri Lanka series going on. We will talk about that today. We didn't have time because a lot of the time was taken uh, from the uh, sort of, you know, uh, this uh, deep discussion of the PSL draft and the players and teams and so many aspects. But also there's uh, that series going on England-Sri Lanka, which is great. Pakistan, of course, after losing that test match uh, in the strangest way. By the way, Pakistan has lost uh, five times under 200 in uh, the recent past. So that's not a great start. Uh, In fact, my friend uh, Mazhar Ashad, who has a great story himself, he shared it uh, the other day. And uh, so, yeah, and uh, so we're going to be talking about the Pakistan series, of course, uh, just before the match. uh, and then after the match and of course the English uh, series of course when we get time we are definitely going to be talking about India and the uh, Australian uh, this Australian India series that's coming up it's going to be 5D it's going to be interesting and uh, India now uh, has some good fast bowlers it'll be good fun that series but I'd still want them to lose cheers bye bye
And thank you very much, uh, Chicken Tikka and Osh. Uh, the name is Daniel Admani, by the way. Thank you. Okay, thank you for saying your name. It's such a difficult name that I just go with Chicken Tikka. Masala. Uh, chicken Tikka Masala. And, uh, and uh, thank you for having Nosh on the show as well. <laughs> Your Highness, we are most, uh, we are so honored that uh, you could spare time for us. <laughs> Alright, and see you guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, see you soon. And please do send us uh, your questions on Twitter and we will be happy to answer them. At Lena Cricket. At Lena Cricket. Right. Okay. It's your, it's your Twitter handle loud. <laughs> but you're a young man. You remember these things much better than me. I don't even remember half the time. You know. No, no. I'm just kidding. I remember. But yes, you can uh, send your questions. And see you soon. Bye-bye. Hope you enjoyed it. Cheers.